You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to make a trip behind the scene to the greatest act of God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is God's salvation plan. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 to 14, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in Christ, in sight. In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with His pleasure and will to the praise of His glorious grace, which He has freely given us in the one He loves. In Him, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that He lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure, which He purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In Him, we were also chosen having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will, in order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of His glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believe, you were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of His glory. This is God's word for us today. These verses will also be discussed next week. Meron lang po tayong focus ngayon. Next week, iba naman po ang ating focus. In this epistle of Paul, unlike other letters na isinulat po niya, wala pong problemang ini-address si Paul na katulad ng ginawa niya sa Thessalonians. Okay. Wala pong mga doctrinal heresy na kinokorek si Paul katulad po dun sa Galatians. O kaya naman walang interpersonal squabbling to solve like that of the Corinthians. Paul was just giving the Ephesian church a reason to bless God and rejoice in His awesome grace. So after a short Greetings. Two, two verses lang po ng kanyang greetings. Shorter than any other epistles na ginawa po niya. Paul suddenly burst forth into doxology like the rapid firing of a machine gun. Siguro nakakapanood naman ko kayo mga pelikula, di ba? Pagka 45, pang, 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 pang. Pag assault rival, di ba? Nakapanood pa kayo noon? Pagka sniper naman is... Ganun lang. Pero pag machine gun, 
<laughs> motor na yon, motor na. Okay. You see, verses 3 to 14, 12 verses, is actually one long and complex statement in the original language. Imagine that, 12 verses, and yet it is just one statement. Grabe, no? Just one outburst of worship without a pause. Halimbawa, parang ganito yan, eh. sa Pilipino may nagtanong, Uy, pre, bakit ang galing mo mag-sketch? Yeah, yung, ang galing mo mag-drawing. So, it, sinagot naman niya, paliwanag niya, sabi niya, alam mo, kasi ang lolo ko sa father side, sampu silang magkakapatid na pinalaki single-handedly by their mom sa umagitan ng paglalabada kasi wala siyang pinag-aralan. Pero alam niya na talented yung kanyang mga anak bagamat hindi niya talaga alam ang talento ng bawat isa sa kanila na may matataas na pangarap sa buhay na makaahon sa hirap sa kanilang kinasadlakan na hindi rin naman kaanong tumagal kasi nadiscovery ng nanay ng lolo ko na mahilig siya magpinta katulad ng kapitbahay niya na may gusto sa kanya na matagal nang nanunuyo sa kanya wala nang mamatay ang asawa niya. Wait, wait a minute, kaping mainit. Yeah, sandali lang kuya ang dami mong sinabi wala akong naiintindihan bakit yeah. verses 3 to 14 sounded like that as if with great excitement Paul was shouting at the top of his lungs hey efficient church I want you to know what you have in Christ listen I want you to know what you have in Jesus Sometimes we get so familiar with Christianity, we tend to forget what we really have. Or sometimes out of ignorance, we do not know what we have, that we miss what God has for us all along. So we take our Christianity for granted. Nakakilala ka sa Panginoon, narinig mo yung salita ng Diyos, umiyak ka ng konti, naligtas ka, you try to live as normal as possible as a Christian. You go to church Sunday in, Sunday out. You read your Bible occasionally, pag may oras ka, o pag nasa mood ka. And you try to be as honest as possible kasi dapat ganun yung Christiano, honest. You try to be peaceful and okay with everyone because, eh, syempre, Christiano ka, binabantayan nila yung testimony mo. Tama? Today, I want us to take a peek at the behind the scenes on how God afforded our salvation. Behind the scene. How it was conceptualized and planned and executed and how it will come into fruition so that you and me will experience the amazing grace of God. But praise God hindi pa po tapos ang pelikula. Meron pa po tayong panon para mas higit nating maintindihan at ma-enjoy kung ano talaga yung ginawa ng Diyos para po sa ating mga nanampalataya kay Kristo Yesus. Join me this five Sundays, starting this Sunday, as we take a peek at the making of the greatest act of God. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's bring it on. Verse 3. Paul said, Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Paul started his message to the Ephesians with an opening salvo of praise. Praise be to God. This is reminiscent of the greatest, one of the greatest psalm in the book of the Old Testament. So Psalm 103 verse 1 and 2. Isang sample lang po ito. Sabi nun, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. At marami po mga katulad na verses ng ganyan nagsasabing, Oh, bless the Lord, O my soul. Out of, an, of, of excitement, there was an outburst of praise. Blessed be God. This is the song of the universe in which heaven and earth take a responsive part. Hindi mo ba natin sa dati nating religion, pag mayroong kanta, tas mayroon tayong response? Naalala niyo yun? Pag may sinabi yung, yung nagmimisa, magre-respond ka rin ng awit. Ito po, this, this, this song, Praise Be to God, is like the responsorial part of worship to God. When all the stars of heaven were hanging the heavens and sang, and the sons of God learned to shout for joy, this praise and worship began and still continues even in the travails of creation. Kahit na po ang creation naghihingalo dahil sa pollution na ginawa ng tao, still creation worshiped the Lord. And even tayo po nag struggle with all our struggles, we still worship God. Regardless of our situation, God's creation and God's creatures are enjoined to bless the Lord. God, bakit po? Sino ba tong Diyos na to? Sino ba tong Yahweh na to? Ang sabi po ni Paul sa so verse 3, Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing. Ito daw po yung Diyos na nagpala sa atin mula sa kalingitan ng lahat ng uri ng spiritual na pagpapala. Wala pong winid hold si Lord sa atin. Ulitin ko po, walang winid hold si Lord sa atin. Lahat at bawat magagandang pagpapalang spiritual binigay niya sa atin. Sabi niya, He is the God who blesses us with all spiritual blessings. Can you imagine? Spiritual blessing? Yeah? Iba't ibang spiritual blessing ito. Eh. Di ba? Yung last, uh, yesterday, sa po nung Friday, nagkaroon ng Victory Weekend, we lay hands on the people and the people were baptized in the Holy Spirit and they started to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit with the manifestation of speaking in tongues. Dati, English, Tagalog, Ilocano, Bisaya lang alam nila. Ngayon, meron na silang ibang language. That's a gift. Bigyan ka ni Lord ng spirit of, uh, gift of discernment. Di ba? Yung pag tinignan mo yung asawa mo, nadidiscern mo, hum, alam ko kung sino bagong crush mo. Oo, di ba? <laughs> gift yun. <laughs> o kaya naman, yung gift of prophecy, malalaman mo kung ano tatama sa loto. <laughs> yun ba yun? Eh, hindi, panguhula pala yun. <laughs> Kidding aside, these are spiritual gifts God has given to us. And Paul started to name some specifics of this spiritual blessing. Verse 5, he said, He predestined us for adoption to, to sonship through Jesus Christ. Sabi niya, pinampun tayo. Si Jesus po, nang kausap si Nicodemus, sabi niya, Nicodemus, you must be born, you must be born again. Yeah, kailangan may attitude. 
Okay? Sabi niya, born again! Ganyan, ha? Para may social ang dating. Tagalabang tayo, alabangers. Yeah? I am born again. Sabi niya, sabi ni Jesus, Nicodemus, you must be born again. Paul, taking this truth, okay, but contextualized it to the Ephesus, to the Ephesian church, took the concept of the Roman law on adoption. By adoption po kasi under the Roman law, a total stranger in blood becomes member of a family into which he is adopted exactly as if he had been born in the family. Are you with me? Inaassume po niya yung name ng family, nagpapartake po siya dun sa system of sacrificial rights, and he be- and becomes member of the house in his adopter. Kung sino may nag-adopt sa kanya. Not by his own will or choice, but through the intents and purposes of the one who chose him. Kahit magpapatira pa siya dyan, kung ayaw siyang ampunin, hindi siya ampunin. Pero dahil ginusto siyang ampunin, kaya siya naging part ng family. And so Paul made mention of this. Sabi niya, we've been predestined for adoption through sonship. We became part of the family of God with rights and privileges. Amen. Verse 7. In Him, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. We will talk about this more next week. So ayoko na pong ibilabor yan. Verse 13. You were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. You are a marked man. I am a marked man. Nung binili tayo ng Diyos, we were given a promise. At sabi niya, bilang, bilang deposito, guarantee na yung pangako ko, tutuparin ko, here is the Holy Spirit as a guarantee. And Paul was just starting. Nagsisimula pa lang siya, hindi pa siya tapos. Chapter 1 pa lang po tayo, mga kapatid. No wonder he is bursting forth with exuberance by saying, praise be to God. Bless the Lord. Blessed be God. Amen? But, say but. Okay. But, as beautiful as we think they, this are, as wonderful as these blessings are, hindi po ito yung tunay na dahilan bakit excited si Paul. Talaga, pastor? Oh. Yung mga spiritual blessings, hindi po ito yung tunay na dahilan bakit siya nagpupuri sa Diyos. Kahit na po maganda sila. Amen? Eh, pastor, ano yung talagang, talagang dahilan? Naalala niyo po yung kanina yung nagtanong tungkol sa magaling mag-sketch yung sa lolo niya. Yung sabi niya, lolo ko, pero isa lang gusto niyang sabihin. Anong gusto niyang sabihin? Uh, mana ako sa lolo ko. Tama? Tama? Si Paul po, ang dami niyang sinabi, praise be to God. Ang dami! Pero ano gusto niya talagang sabihin? Praise be to God. Why? Bakit? Kung hahalukayin po natin yung complexities ng statements ni Paul, yung statement, one, one single statement po yun, Okay? Kasi alam nyo, sa kahit English language po eh, ang hirap intindihin pag maraming kama. Tama? Yung binasa natin, ang daming kama po nun. Kama, kama, 
kama, tapos medyo may silya dito, may silya, tapos kama, kama. Ang hirap intindin. So sabi niya, praise be to God, bakit? Alin doon? Ang dami mong sinabi, Paul. Ano talaga yung gusto mong sabihin? Pag, pag hinalukay po natin yon, as I found out through my study, na yung reason po ng exuberant joy of praising God is found in verse 4. Ano po yung verse 4? For He chose us. The word for can be replaced with the word because. Praise be to God because He chose us. John 15, 16, Jesus said, You did not choose me, but I chose you. Yeah, yung nanliligaw, binasted, kinote pa to. You did not choose me, but I chose you. <laughs> Pinamit pa. Sabi. Huwag niyo gagamitin yun, ha? In Luke 10, Jesus sent His 72 disciples to preach the gospel. At bumalik po sila na punong-puno ng kaligayahan. Verse 17 of chapter 10, the 72 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Lord, pati mga demonyito at demonyita, sumusunod sa amin sa pangalan mo. Wow! Sino dito gusto niyo ma- ma- makapag-cast out kayo ng demonyo? Come on, nasa kamay? Sino dito gusto niyo yung meron kayong kapangyarihan mag-cast out ng demonyo? Sino gusto niyo kayo yung demonyo? <laughs> cast out ko kayo. <laughs> listen, listen. Sino dito nakakita na kayo nang nagka-cast out ng demonyo? Sino dito kahit anong tumbling ko, hindi ko magtatas ng kamay? I mean, hello! Nagka-cast out to ng demon? It's so cool! And yet, look at how Jesus responded. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in I'm so excited. Don't be and rejoice because your name is written in But come to think of it, really, Lord? Yung name ko written in heaven more important than being able to cast demons? Parang, di ba sabi ko, ang cool nung mag, makapag-cast out ka ng demons. Yeah? Kami po'y dati nagka-cast out ng demons. High school pa ako, college. Nagka-cast out kami ng demons. Ngayon, yung mga asher na lang pinagka-cast out namin, kaya na nila yan. <laughs> and yet, sasabihin ni Lord, mas importante yung pangalan ko nakasulat sa langit kaysa mag-cast out ng demons. Abay, ang sarap ho ng pakiramdam na makapagpalayas ng demonyo. Are you with me? In fact, pagka nga ho, bibili kayo ng bahay, bumili kayo ng bahay na haunted. Yes. Yung may multo talaga, yung may nagpapakita. Bakit? Mura. 
Oo, mura yun. Tapos pumasok ka doon, i-cash out mo lang yung demonyo. Bigyan mo yung presyo, 10 million, 15 million, sa tawaran, mahal naman mo, may demonyo naman dito. 1 million na lang, o sige, sa'yo na. Tapos palayasin mo, di ba? Oh, that's cool, man. In fact, pag may alam kayong bahay na binibenta, may multo, walang gusto bumili, sabihin nyo sa akin. Nagaanap ako ng bahay na ganun. Gusto kong bumili talaga. Bahay na may multo at saka demonyo. <laughs> Hindi pa ako nagbibiro, ha? Hindi ako nagbibiro. Pag may alam kayo, lapit kayo sa akin. Bakit? Eh, sandali lang po palayasin yun. I am a child of God. <laughs> Pero sabi ni Lord, <laughs> wala eh. You rejoice that your name is written in heaven. I am chosen. You are chosen. In eternity past, pinili ka na ni Lord. Amen? Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Pinili yan ni Lord. Sabi nung isa, Pastor, mukhang pinilit lang ito. <laughs> Kasi yung nanay at tatay nito, Kristiyano eh, pinilit lang siya. Yung iba naman, tinakot. Yung iba naman po, inuto. Yan. Pasyal tayong festival mall. Kain tayo doon, nod tayong sining. Pero bago tayo nod sining, muna tayo doon sa may malapit sa may, ano, Robinsons. <laughs> Kaya naman, ah, sige, ah, sige, ah, sige. Nauto ka. Yeah, punta ka dito, naka, narinig mo si pastor, tumawa ka, umiyak, na born again, praise the Lord. Pero kahit ano pa ho yung sitwasyon, the truth of the matter is, pinili ka ni Lord. The truth of the matter is, da, kaya ka, nandito, at kahit nakatayo ka dyan, pinili ka ni Lord. Amen? Talakpakan natin lahat nakatayo. Paul used alternately the words chosen and predestined. Magkakaiba pong salita ito kahit sa Greek and yet it, be, it has the same connotation. Sabi po sa verse 4, for He chose us. Verse 5, He predestined us. Verse 11, in Him we were also chosen, having been predestined. Iba-ibang salita, pero pare-pareho lang po ng connotation. Look how Paul framed his words. Verse 4, For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world. Wow! Bago palikhain ang langit at lupa, bago pa ang isang tala ay maitala doon sa kalangitan. Even before the first note of the song of the bird was sung, even before the very first drop of water in the waterfalls, Bago pa man din, uh, i-tempt ni Satan ang ating mga magulang na si Eva at si Adan. Bago pa tayo umiyak ng una nating pag-iyak at bago tumulo ang ating kauna-unahang luha. Bago pa tayo pinganak, pinili na tayo ni Lord. Bago ka pa natutong mag-share ng toy mo as your first act of kindness, pinili ka na ni Lord. Bago mo pa uka-una-unahang magbigay ng buong tights, yung walang utang, yung walang kaltas, 
tights na nga, ginawa mo pang kaltights. Nung kauna-unahan mong ibigay yun, bago mo pa ibigay yung tights mo na may kasamang offering on the side, pinili ka na ni Lord. Hindi hinintay ni Lord, hintayin ko muna magbigay yung full tights, saka ko ito pipiliin. Hindi! Bago mo pa itaas ang yung mga kamay in true worship, those emotion-filled worship with your hands on your chest, your knee on the ground, worshiping God. Bago mo pa gawin yun, pinili ka na ni Lord. Amen? God chose you. God chose me from eternity past even before the world began. You see, salvation is purely God's work and God's initiative. If you think your salvation needs at least 1% of good work for it to work, I tell you, it will not work. You will not be saved. Because salvation is 100% the work of of God. Some of us, yung nasa labas, ha? hindi tayo, naniniwala sila na dapat ang kaligtasan, 50% sa Diyos, 50% tao. Pag combinein mo, 100% salvation. Hindi po tayo naniniwala doon. Pero, wag po tayong madeceive. I hope, wala po itong madeceive sa atin na magsasabing, hindi pastor, kahit man lang konti, 1%, dapat merong, di ba, nasa tao ang gawa, Nasa Diyos ang? Wala po sa Bible yun. Wala po sa Bible yun. Kahit 1% lang, pag naniwala kang 1% may work, may part ang tao sa salvation, it will not work. You will not be saved. Because grace will no longer be grace. Are you with me? It should be 100% God. Eh, pastor, di ba, yung repentance, tao naman ang magre-repent, hindi naman si Lord. Tama? Sino magre-repent? Tao o si Lord? Oo, di, di, yun yung work ng tao, yung repentance. True. But repentance is even a gift. Sabi ni Jesus, unless the Father brings you to me, you can never come to me. See? It's 100% God. Hindi kinonsider ni Lord yung talent natin o kawalan natin ng talent. Hindi niya ni-evaluate yung mga temperamente natin o yung personality profile natin. Hindi niya tin-raise yung history natin o yung psychological stability or instability natin. Because sa simula pa naman, wala na yun eh. Hindi pa nga tayo pinapanganak. Salvation and God's choice is sovereign 100% through and through. Faster. Ibig sabihin ba niyan, faster? Pinili ni Lord yung iba, yung iba, ni-reject niya? Faster. Ibig sabihin ba niyan, yung iba predestined, yung iba hindi? Okay, listen to me. Hindi po yun ang ibig sabihin ni Paul. Because this this statement, this one long statement is a doxological statement. Hindi po ito uh, theological treatise tulad po ng Rome, ng Romans. Ang Romans po theological treatise. Ito pong first part of, 
of Ephesians is a doxological statement. Si, si Paul po punong-punulan ng, ng paghanga at pagsampa sa Diyos. Hindi niya makundisan niya. Oh, praise the Lord! Amen. Yan lang yun. Kaya huwag tayo, ay, ako, ako pinili, ikaw pinili. Ay, hindi, hindi ka ligta. Ako ligta. Hindi po yung usapan dito. Amen? At ayoko pong pumasok doon sa discussion na yun kasi masyado na pong napolarize at na-divide ang Christianity dahil dyan sa uh, predestined ba, elect ba. Ayoko pong pumunta dyan. The truth of the matter is God chose us. But the question is, for what? For what purpose? Pick up niya, pinili. Yeah. Pinili ka ba niya? Dahil pinili ka lang niya? O pinili ka niya kasi may dahilan? Sabi po sa verse 4 ng ating text. For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to to be holy. Sabi niya nga po, to be holy. In fact po, dun sa simula pa lang ng greetings ni Paul, he already made allusion to this. Sabi po sa verse 1, yung second part ng verse 1, to God's holy people in Ephesus. Sino sinusulatan niya? Huh? Basahin po, sino sinusulatan niya? To God's holy people. Sa ibang translation po, to the saints who are in Ephesus. Kung si Paul po pala susulatan yung, yung Tagalabang, Church ng Alabang, ganito po siguro yung babatiin niya. Sabi niya, To the saints of Victory Alabang, meeting at Festival Mall, Acacia Hotel, SM Muntinlupa, and Student Center. Ano To the saints! Wow! Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. May halo ba? Halo. Halo. Yeah, saint. Holy. But this word simply means set apart. Okay? Sabi niyo po, set apart. Ano ibig sabihin ng set apart? Kung kayo po may mga mga China sa bahay, ano yung China? Yung, ano tawag doon? China wear. Okay? Hindi mo yung papagamit sa mga anak mo pag hindi special location. Usually. Nandun yun sa iskaparate. Parate lang nandun yun sa iskaparate. Pagdating ng bisita, sa lang nilalabas yun. O kaya pagdating ng Pasko. Ordinarily, pag ordinaryo, doon ka sa Taiwan. <laughs> Hindi sa China. Yeah. Bakit? Kasi yung China wear set apart for specialists. Hindi na yan? Sa bahay po, pagka may sinigang na bangus, yung ulo, holy. Set apart. Bakit? Hey, para kay daddy yun. Set apart. Yun lang po ibig sabihin. Nakahiwalay ka. Yung the rest, bahala kayo kung pagkaguluhan niya. Kung gusto niyo, pati buntot, pati kaliskis. Kunay, kayo ninyo. Okay lang yun. Pero yung ulo, set apart. Ayun ni. Now, pag binanggit po yung word na holy at pinapatungkulan kay God, ang ibig sabihin po noon is, is the, the transcendence. Medyo mahirap intindihin, ano? Yung the the otherness of God, yung super kakaiba siya. Yung langit ka, lupa ako. Ganun ang dating. Yung Lord kakaib to the max. 
Okay? In everything, Lord, you are holy. Pero pagdating po sa tao, pag sinabing holy, ibig sabihin po nun, we are set apart for God and we are different from the world. Iba tayo. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Sabihin mo, iba ka! Yeah? Ah, yun lang pala yun. Akala ko naman yung wala ng kasalanan, holy. Eh, pagka walang kasalanan, holy, hindi ako yun. Okay? So, yung katabi mo ba, mukha ng holy ngayon? Pwede na, yeah? pwede na. But, hindi po huminto si Paul. Ano po sabi ni Paul? Tingnan nyo. Verse 4, continue natin. For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and oh, blameless. <laughs> Morally blameless. Morally righteous. We are not just set apart for the sake of being set apart. We are set apart to be holy and blameless in the sight of God. God chose us to be holy. You see, we're not only chosen to be set apart, to be different, kasi po lahat naman ng tao, different. But God's purpose and goal is that we will be morally blameless. That's the goal. That's where God wants us to bring in the state of moral righteousness. God chose us. Now, let me backtrack a bit. Okay, kakambyo lang po ako ng konti, paalam lang. Reverse. Yung word po na chosen, yung word na predestined, yung word na heritage na nababasa po natin doon sa verse, verses 1 to 14, ito po ay actually mga Jewish concept. Hebraic thinking po ito. Chosen, predestined, heritage. Naalala po ninyo, yung Israel ang tawag sa kanila, they are chosen nation. Okay? It all started in Genesis chapter 12 when God chose a man named Abraham. Not any man, but Abraham. But he was chosen out of the blue. Walang background whatsoever. So, sa chapter 11, sinabi lang anak siya ni Nahor. Pagdating sa verse 12, chapter 12, tinawa na kagad si Abraham. Out of the blue, God chose a man named Abraham. And out of Abraham, He chose a family. Hindi family ni Iso, kundi family ni Jacob. And out of Jacob's family, he raised up a nation named Israel. Not any other nation, not any other ites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, Jebusites, Alabangites. It's Israel. But God didn't stop at Israel. Because now, out of Israel, out of a chosen nation, he is now choosing a bigger group of people, a people of God. Church. Amen. Are you with me? Babasahin ko po sa inyo Ephesians chapter 2 verses 11 to 16. Medyo may kahabaan ng konti, pero this is, this is very beautiful. Don't miss this, please. Verse 11. Therefore, remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh, meaning, Pag hindi ka hudyo, isa kang Gentile. Okay? Ganyan lang po sa Bible. Pag hudyo, hindi hudyo, Gentile. Okay. Therefore, remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, meaning the Jews, sila po yung mga circumcised, which is made, by the flesh, made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ. 
alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, mga hentil, mga wala kayong pag-asa noon. Hindi kayo kasama kay Kristo Jesus. Hindi kayo kasamang pinili sa bayan ng Panginoon. But, kumambi na naman si Paul, but, now in Christ Jesus, you who were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For He Himself is our peace who made us both, the Jews and the Gentiles, one and has broken down in His flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Eh di ba, kahit hanggang ngayon nga eh, magkaaway ang Arab sa ka-Israel. Sabi niya, now I'm, I'm going to, to uh, destroy that gap, that wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in a place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. Kaya ho ngayon, pwedeng magsama ang Palestino at Israel basta nananampalataya sila sa Panginoon. True. It's only because of Christ. And we will talk about this more on week 4. So I don't want to belabor it. I want you to know God chose you and me just like how He chose Israel. And the promises and blessings and privileges of Israel is now given to me by grace. Imagine mo yon. Dahil chosen nation ng Israel, ang dami lang pagpapala. But now I'm part of that. I'm one with them. Kung alam nyo lang po yung history ng Israel, you will be amazed. Kahit napakaliit niyang bansa, surrounded by so many hostile countries, left and right, and yet they have, been, they have never been defeated in war. Alam nyo ba yon? Sa dami ng gera na pinasok nila, hindi sila natalo kahit minsan. Yung mga magagandang technology po sa computer, sa, sa medicine, sa, sa IT, transportation, karamihan po yan, mga weapons, karamihan po yan Israel. Yung paborito yung app, ways Galing po sa Israel yan. Yung, yung Israel po basically is a desert land. Desierto po yan and yet napaka-fertile ng land nila. Napakayaman. Ang American economy po, kontrolado ng mga rich and influential Jews. Kapag mayroon pong mayaman na influential Jew, nag-predict lang sa isang economy ng isang bansa, pwedeng bumagsak. Ganun sila ka-influensya. Ganun sila ka-favored. Wow. And now, God made us a people of God in Christ Jesus. Can you imagine what God can do for you and through you? Just like what God did for Israel. God chose you and me in spite of who we are and what we have done foolishly in and through our lives. Pinili po tayo ni Lord to represent a holy God to this world that we may bring the people that God called to be with Him in heaven. But again, a question begging for an answer is, why? Bakit? Bakit ka at bakit ako pinili ni Lord? What is the ultimate singular reason for God's choice? 
It's this. And Paul said this repeatedly in this one long statement of praise. In verse 6 he says, To the praise of His glorious grace. In verse 12 he says, For the praise of His glory. In verse 14 he says, To the praise of His glory. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. He chose us so that God would be glorified. God chose us for the praise of His glory. Hindi para maging masaya ka. Hindi po yun ang goal ni Lord. Never. Never ni Lord pinili ka para maging masaya ka. Although bahagi yun ng pagpapala niya. Pinili ka ni Lord hindi para maging komportable ka. Para masolve ang lahat ng problem, hindi po. Pinili tayo ni Lord para ang pangalan niya ay maluwalhati sa buong mundo. Yang asawa mo na lalaki, pinili ni Lord yan. Maging holy and blameless. Binago ni Lord yan. Para pag ikaw, tinignan mo siya. Mapapatingala ka sa Panginoon. Buhay ka, Panginoon. Dati pasapasa ang mukha ko. Ngayon, punong-puno ako ng kiss mark. Buhay ang Diyos. Diba? Bakit? Pinili ni Lord. Binago ni Lord eh. Ano ngayon? Natitingala ka sa Panginoon talaga naman. Mapapapakabi ka, Lord. Alam niyo, mayroon po kami mga misa, mga mag-asawa, lumalapit sa amin on the verge of separation. Natapos po namin kausapin, ipinalangin, all of a sudden, magkakaroon po ng turn around. Tapos yung mga, bro- yung almost broken, biglang mamemen. Tapos makikita mo, HHWW, holding hands while walking. Ang sweetie-sweetie, joking-joking on the side. Parang, Wow! Yeah. Yung nanay mo sa katatay mo, pinili yan ni Lord. No? Para pag tinignan mo, dati nang sasalbahin ito eh. Buti nilang ngayon nakakilala sa Panginoon, pinayagan ako mag-full time. Yeah. Sinong napapuriyan? Nanay at tatay? Hindi. Si Lord. Ginagawa ni Lord lahat yun para mapapurihan siya. Tinawag niya yung kapitbahay mong punong-puno ng chismaks. Pabaguhin ni Lord para pamapurihan siya. Amen? Yung bully sa classroom, tatawagin ni Lord, pinili ni Lord para pag nakakilala sa Panginoon, ikaw mismo mapapahaliluya ka. Because God has this power to turn sinner to saint. Yeah? Sinner to saint. He has this power of turning a murderer into a missionary like Paul. He has this power of turning a hopeless, limbless guy like Nick Vujicic into a hope-inspiring, world-renowned speaker. God has this power of turning a ridiculed, laughed-upon midget. Alam niyo midget? Yung unano. Tawag natin, medyo pagkainaasan natin, pandakekok. Di ba? He has this power to 
to turn this ridiculed laptop and midget into an internationally inspiring campus missionary like Joyce Villamore. Ating pong campus missionary dati sa Kaloocan, ngayon ay nasa fort na. Alam niyo po yung Rohe, yung pangalang Rohe, is a Singapore-based consultancy company. This is owned by Rachel Ong. She's the owner and CEO of Rohe. Consultant po siya ng many Fortune 500 companies as well as consultant to the late Prime Minister Lee Kuan Yew of Singapore. And yet look at Joyce praying for Rachel Ong. All this great miracle of changed lives and great turnarounds are all done by the grace of God for the praise of His glory. So that at the end of age, all creation will look back and be amazed and rejoice at the glorious wisdom and grace of God sa kanyang mga anak. But you see, all of this are made possible by one single act of God. All of it! All of these beautiful things and gifts and heritage are all made possible by one single act of God. And what is that? By sending Jesus Christ to live on earth, die on the cross, rose from the grave, ascend to heaven, and sit at the right hand of God. This grace of God that we celebrate in was only afforded by God through Christ. Kapag wala si Kristo, hindi po mangyayari ito. The book of Ephesians is also called the book of inness. Say in. Kasi pag binasa po ninyo, ang daming laging sinasabi ni Paul na in, through, in, through. Verse 1, faithful in Christ Jesus. Verse 4, He chose us in Him. Verse 5, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Christ. Verse 7, in Him we have redemption. Verse 9, He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure which He purposed in Christ. Verse 11, in Him we were also chosen. Verse 12, we who were first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of His glory. Verse 13, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth. In Christ, true Christ, in Christ, true Christ, our salvation. From conceptualization in the silent thoughts of God even before creation to its initiation when we first heard the gospel of truth to its complete fruition when the blessed hope has come and usher us into eternity future from conceptualization, initialization to full fruition. All of it were made possible through Christ and only through Christ. Not by human means, not by human act of kindness or any good works whatsoever. And Paul went through this burst of praise so that we, who is the object of God's grace, maintindihan po natin kung ano yung meron tayo kay Kristo Jesus. Imagine niyo pa ang si Pablo nagtatumbling, makuha lang yung attention natin, nagpupuri siya sa Panginoon. Sabi niya, Woo! kung alam niyo lang kung anong meron kayo sa Panginoon, magpuri tayo sa Diyos. So please do not take your Christianity lightly. You have been purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes, salvation is free, but it's never free because it has been paid for. Binayaran yun. Libre kasi wala tayong gagawin. Pero may bayad kasi namatay si Jesus para makuha natin yun. Kaya si Pablo sabi niya, kung alam nyo lang. Woo! That's why at the very onset he said, Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Listen as I conclude. Being chosen by God in Christ Jesus 
even before the foundation of the world is the single biggest reason to rejoice in this life. Being chosen by God in Christ Jesus even before the foundation of the world is the single biggest reason to rejoice in this life. If we are chosen by God and we are, we have all the reason to be happy. Bawal ang sad. Dapat all the reason in the world to rejoice, to be excited in life, to wake up in the morning and say, Woo! Praise God! God is good all the time. Kahit wala ka pang almusal. There is no reason to be depressed. Kahit wala ka pang pambayad ng miralko. Kahit wala pang pantuition kahit wala pang pambayad sa renta, kahit hindi mo pa alam kung ano mangyayari bukas o may trabaho ka o wala, kahit wala ka pang shuta, there is no reason to be depressed kahit iniwan ka o pinagpalit ka ng shuta mo. Sabihin mo sa kanya, it's your loss, not mine. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Yung pinalit mo sa akin, wala. Magdusa ka. There's no reason to be depressed. Believe me, mga kapatid. If only we know, sabi ni Paul, praise God. Woo! There's no reason to be depressed. And we have all the reason to rejoice in God to worship God to honor God to lift up our hands in praise and in worship regardless of whatever we are going through kaya dapat dapat purihin ang Panginoon come on na 